This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more administrative burdens are lifted by the Trump administration amid the pandemic. Still, many industry and advocacy groups want more help from the White House. Homeland Security Department lays out just who is considered critical personnel. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Trump administration expands the administrative relief it's giving agencies and grantees during the pandemic. OMB released its second memo in 10 days with additional changes, which also will apply to more people. Among the major areas of relief in the new memo is the extension of closeout reports for a year and recipients who incur costs related to the cancellation of events, travel, or other activities for the performance of the award or the pausing and restarting of grant-funded activities can now charge these costs to their award. More than 170 public interests, labor, and grassroots organizations have called on the Trump administration to extend the comment period for agencies' proposed rules during the coronavirus pandemic. The groups, led by the Center for Progressive Reform, have asked the Office of Management and Budget to extend comment deadlines by at least 30 days to allow stakeholders time to resume normal operations. The proposed extension would apply to executive and independent agencies. And pressure on the administration increases to address federal contractor concerns during the pandemic. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Contractor associations wrote separate letters to the White House and lawmakers seeking more guidance for how industries should expect to work during the effort to contain the spread of COVID-19. Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton piled on with a letter to OMB seeking a moratorium on all terminations of contracts. One of those letters from the Professional Services Council is asking for overarching guidance from contracting officers to let contractor employees telework. Meanwhile, 10 associations wrote to lawmakers asking for language and pending bills to encourage the use of flexible work solutions. I'm Jason Miller. Eight Senate Democrats say agency pandemic and telework plans should be posted online for the public to see. The senators wrote to both acting leaders at the Office of Personnel Management and the Office of Management and Budget. They're asking the administration to require the publication of their pandemic plans, similar to agency contingency plans during a government shutdown. Virginia Senator Mark Warner says publicly posting the plans would give the public some reassurance about what agency services will continue and which ones won't. The IRS gave taxpayers and businesses an extra 90 days to pay their 2019 tax bills, but House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal says the agency should take an extra step of pushing the April 15th filing season deadline to July. With many taxpayer assistance centers closed, Neal said that puts some low-income and elderly taxpayers at a disadvantage. More than 170 taxpayer assistance centers and other free tax help services have closed because of the coronavirus pandemic. Another battleground in the tug-of-war between the Trump administration and federal employee unions. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Federal Labor Relations Authority, at the moment dominated by Trump appointees, proposes an addition to its regulations designed to, in the authority's words, provide employees the fullest freedom to revoke union dues payments. The American Federation of Government Employees wastes no time in calling the proposed rule a union-busting measure. The union calls it contrary to settled law and congressional intent. Comments are open until April 9th. I'm Tom Temin. 
Workers at the Transportation Department headquarters are home after an employee there tested positive for the coronavirus. The department ordered employees to stay home until further notice. Eligible employees should telework. The order only applies to Transportation's Navy Yard facility in Washington. The department is notifying employees who the diagnosed person worked closely with. Transportation says this is the first confirmed employee with the coronavirus. The Homeland Security Department lays out emergency procedures for identifying and defining who are essential employees in the critical infrastructure sectors. DHS released guidance providing recommendations for how all 16 critical infrastructure sectors can ensure workers are safe and can continue to provide key services to their communities. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency developed a list of suggestions to assist providers in prioritizing activities related to continuity of operations and incident response. The VA is preparing its hospitals for the possibility that as many as a million veterans might need treatment for coronavirus. As part of a $17 billion emergency funding request, VA told Congress its worst-case planning scenario involved one out of five veterans needing emergency care. On top of that, VA facilities could be called on to relieve the strain on the private sector health care systems. To help prepare, the department has cut back on routine appointments and canceled elective surgeries. 83 veterans have tested positive for the virus so far. More than 800 have been tested. The National Guard is expecting a lot more members to help with the coronavirus. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. National Guard Bureau Chief General Joseph Lingell says he expects tens of thousands of guardsmen to be called up by state governors in response to the coronavirus. The Guard currently has 2,050 service members on duty in 27 states. Lingell says he expects that number to double by the weekend. National Guard members are helping to support testing facilities, cleaning public buildings, providing transportation for healthcare professionals, and delivering meals. I'm Scott Massioni. Moving companies are asking Congress for a nearly $200 million bailout after the Defense Department froze permanent changes of station as a precaution against coronavirus. The International Association of Movers and American Moving and Storage Association say DOD's actions will cause severe layoffs and companies to go out of business. The military will reassess its moving freeze at the beginning of the summer during the peak moving season. And 10 small companies have been picked by the Army to move on to the final round of its X-Tech search competition. Each of the finalists get $120,000 in prize money and another $250,000 if they win the final challenge in October. The program aims to recruit startups with innovative solutions to military problems and help connect them with venture capital. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. And stay up to date on your agency's response to coronavirus at our coronavirus resource page on federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Eric White. 